0: Welcome, everybody, to another SF Live episode today. This is Tuesday, April 7th. I'm joined today by Brian Skanderbeck of GFG Resources. And uh, as always, this is a Twitter live format. It's made for you guys out there. And we want you to be interactive with the CEOs and ask questions. So for this live session, please use hashtag AskGFG. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or if you're not a subscriber yet or follower, follow us here on Twitter as well. So please help me welcome... Brian Skander back to to the show, uh, and Brian, like we had some technical difficulties figuring this out because we discussed this is a new format for us, and the one thing what we're trying to do with SF Live is to move this not just a, a corona driven format, but also establish this as a as a format where we talk about company news, re- company releases, or just current uh, affairs. And uh, we set up a second screen so you can share your screen because we want to talk about the results in more detail and not just have this a Corona discussion, right? Um, so Brian, thanks for joining me. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties setting this up. And uh, we tried three platforms and in the end, we ended up with uh, using Skype for screen sharing camera. So welcome on the show.
1: Thanks very much, Guy, And uh, thanks for the opportunity. Look forward to introducing uh, GFG and, and telling you about our exciting discovery in, in yeah, no, this
0: is This is great to have you on. This is very timely. And uh, we've known each other for a little while now. And why don't you give our uh, viewers just a quick, like, 30 seconds. We want this to be a snappy format. Uh, Background on you. You're involved in other companies that we know really well as well.
1: Sure. uh, You know, I'm a geologist. I'm an explorer. I've previously played management and executive roles uh, running producers called uh, uh, like Cloud Resources. And we founded GFG back about three years ago, and, and we founded it to be a district-scale explorer. And, and so, at heart, I'm an explorer. Uh, I'm the CEO, founding CEO of GFG Resources, also involved uh, at a board level in a company called Westome West uh, Westome, which is doing very well these days, uh, producer in, in Ontario and Quebec. So, very active in the space and have uh, known Kai for about 10 years and, uh, you know, proud to bring GFG to you today. Oh,
0: fantastic. And uh, let's dive right into it. I don't want to waste too much time. You put out some interesting results yesterday. You put out a press release on Friday that we should talk about, that we should address. Uh, it's Newcrest, and it's regarding the project, Rattlesnake Hills project in Wyoming. So um, I'm gonna, we're gonna start sharing the screen here. I'm gonna fade over. Um, I'm I'm out of the conversation. People can see your slide right now, and they can see yourself. Um, in the bottom right corner. So um, why don't you run us through what what happened, and I'll jump in from time to time. Uh, As I said, please keep it short, uh, the results, and we're going to do some Q&A right after with uh, the the live feed from Twitter.
1: Fabulous, Guy. Look, uh, happy to introduce two assets to you. One at the Penn Gold Project in Timmins, Ontario, and the other one in Wyoming, and it's called Rattlesnake Hills. And both of those had material news that we published, uh, one of them on Friday and one of them on on Monday. I'm going to talk to you in detail about uh, both of them. Um, in detail, when we look at GFG, uh, at uh, we're about 110 million shares out, uh, we'd be about market cap of 10 million before we announced our publication yesterday, we'd be about 20 million today. So we're a micro cap company focused on exploration here and we announced a very relevant discovery in, in Timmins. Um, thinking about this asset and, and where we are, i show you a map and uh, ultimately, this is the Timmins Gold Belt, and we control the Pan Gold Project and the Dory Gold Project west of uh, Timmins Main Mining Camp. And uh, this is the home of Newmont, Pan American, am Gold, and Alamo. So there are some major producers here, and we're along the Porcupine Dester, um, about 50 kilometers west of Timmins. Um, when we think about our belt and uh, the Penn gold project, and what we announced yesterday was a major discovery at, at the Nib occurrence. And um, Here we show you the geology and, and a number of regional targets. I'm going to focus in on uh, Nib Yellowknife, and, and uh, as it was historically called, we shortened it to Nib. And we announced a very relevant drill intercept yesterday, um, and we think it, uh, it links and outlines a very relevant gold system in the central part of our property. I'm also going to talk briefly about HGM, and, uh, and a slate rock. These are other targets that we saw um, drilling on. Now, in, in reality, what did we announce yesterday? 71 grams over 8.5 metres. And that's a very relevant intercept. Uh, 511 grams over a metre one as an internal interval um, at the nib currents, and you can see its location here uh, in the central part of our property. In detail, when we look at this, um, key things to point out, We're at shallow depths, 50 meters depth. Um, This is a very high-grade intercept, 71 grams over 8.5 meters. I show you the core folders on on the right because there's a few key points to take here. Um, We reference a 511-gram sample over a meter point one, but importantly, there's visible gold present in four different samples, uh, four different locations here. And if we just took that interval, we had 190 grams over uh, 3.2 meters. The overall mineralized envelope goes off this, uh, off this picture up to here and is about 8.5 meters long and grade 71 grams. So, depending on how you want to quote a mineralized intercept, looking at the system or just the specific high grade veins, you can look at this as a, a 3 meter system or an 8 meter system. Now, it is very shallow. We drilled the hole uh, and also intercepted significant mineralization at depth. We model these to be near true width. Um, you can see the core axis angles are very steep and what that means is that we feel these are uh, very reliable widths that we've outlined uh, This is a new discovery by GFG Historic drilling we uh, we found some interesting mineralization that we followed up on here But we hadn't really found high grades like this before uh, We're hosted in a diorite We're in a major structural setting and we're dealing with sheeted quartz vein with abundant visible gold So this is a great new shallow discovery Um, We look forward to getting back here to follow up on this. It remains open in multiple directions. So exciting from GFT's perspective. Now, we're also drilling other holes and other targets on this property. I'm not going to spend too much time, but we also have assays pending at the HGM target. Um, At this area, we've historically drilled some very relevant intercepts at uh, moderate depths, and we followed it up here with three drill holes. Uh, we currently have the rig turning and believe we'll be drilling for another three, four, five days here before we wrap this program up. And We we'll anticipate further news um, in the coming month or so relating to drilling results from the HGM target. Uh, we're excited about this target as well. Now, if we look at uh, one other target that assays are pending on, it's the Slate Rock target. This is a big property and we're 25 kilometers away from Nib, Nib now, and uh, we also have three holes on this target. So, overall, GFG has drilled uh, about 3,500 meters, and uh, we've drilled uh, that in Q1 here. We announced a very relevant discovery at the NIPA currents uh, yesterday, and we have further assays padding from the slate rock target and the uh, HGM target as well. We would like to be back here later this year, and uh, we're talking a Q3 program to follow up on these intercepts. Initially we planned 3,500 meters. We're currently revisiting that. We'd like to be aggressively back out here in Q3 and I think uh, magnitude of the program might be 8 or 10,000 meters given the success we've had right now and the number of targets we have in front of us. So exciting new discovery, proximal to infrastructure, shallow and to be followed up on in the near term, further assays pending. That's where we are at the HDM and, and the NIP prospect in Timmins. The other half of this story is at uh, at Rattlesnake Hills in Wyoming. This was under joint venture to Newcrest. Um, On Friday we were notified by Newcrest that uh, they were dropping out of the joint venture. Now this is a big alkaline gold district. It has about 100,000 meters of historic drilling, a couple deposits, the same age as Cripple Creek and the Wharf Mine. So we like the setting. Um, There's a reason why Newcrest was there, it's in the entire gold belt, 135 square kilometers. Uh, Newcrest was very focused on looking at big deep gold systems, and they're block caving experts, and ultimately they wanted to find a gold deposit down here. And uh, we spent five million dollars testing that target with 5,000 meters of drilling. We did extensive modeling of all the regional data sets, and in the end they didn't see a tier one size system. So they didn't see five, ten million ounces, but we have a lot of other targets that are drill ready. We think there's very good scope for an oxide pitable system here, and we even extended our gold mineralization with drilling from Newcrest, 60 meters at 0.6. Now this is a Newcrest size, but we do think there's a relevant gold system here, and the whole belt is under control by GFG. Um, there are some screamer intercepts drilled here historically, upwards of uh, 55 meters at 10 grams, um, drilled by Evolving Gold and Agnico back in the day before GFG acquired this asset. So we feel this is a fertile, alkaline gold belt, 100% controlled by TFT. Newcrest departed. We have a great relationship with them. They're solid explorers. They just didn't see the Tier 1 size potential here. But we see a lot of opportunity in this belt. And as a token to that, the last drill hole completed by TFT outline, 100 meters of 0.8 grams starting at 40 meters depth in oxide. This exemplifies the character of the system. We've got a number of other targets here that are drill ready. And we've announced a strategic review to find the best path forward for the asset so what do you get with gfg you get a brand new discovery announced yesterday you get two districts under control a competent technical team that's found ore bodies before taken them through to discovery production and transacted um, we've been able to reasonably well finance ourselves we've got about two million dollars in the bank right now we put money in the ground, and we believe we've made a relevant discovery in one of the world's most productive gold belts, the Abitibi. So that's a brief introduction of what we uh, what we've accomplished and announced at GFGO over the last couple of days, and uh, really happy to share it with your listeners today, Kai, and answer any questions they may have.
0: That's fantastic, Brian, and thanks for running through, uh, through the presentation real quick with us and the results. Um, I think that's really important to understand what's going on. Um, in, in regard to the results, like I, I do have a couple questions myself. Like you, you mentioned you used the high-grade interval and extrapolated it to 8.5 meters. Can you just uh, give us a tad more color on that? And I'm going to switch back to the screen um, so that people can see it real quick.
1: Sure. I mean, look, there, there's always a question about how you present gold data. And inherently, gold is nuggety, and that's why they call it the nugget effect. And gold, by its nature... Just if you can see gold, it's very concentrated. And um, and there's always a question of how you want to report the assay. So whenever you have a high-grade assay, you'll have a certain group of individuals and, and some people that will say you're smearing it over a broader interval. And smearing simply means taking a high-grade interval and stretching it over a broader interval. Now, you can also view it as an explorationist to say, well, what's the, what's the gold system here? So we quoted an 8.5-meter-wide interval because... Ultimately, that's the veined and mineralized package. Internal to that is a very high grade, visible gold-bearing interval at multiple locations that graded 190 grams over 3.2 meters. That's the highest grade vein interval, and if you said, what would we mine underground at a 3-gram cutoff, you'd probably mine that. Now internal to that, you have a 500-gram assay, and internal to the 500-gram assay, you'll have a 10,000-gram assay if you took it over 10 centimeters. There's always that question. So for us, the important point was to be transparent about what the internal interval is, what the relevant mineralized and vein interval is, and what the entire system looks like. And I think we've been transparent about putting all those.
0: And that's fantastic. That's as it should be, like being transparent about it. Because other companies come out with a a very small, like even 10 centimeters of of a kilo maybe, and then they use 10 meter widths or something and just completely screw up the whole model just to get a nice headline, right? So, and uh, that that's really frustrating to see. And I know you Q, QA QP through through various connections as well. So, uh, he, very reputable. So I'm not worried about that at all. Like, and that's not the feedback I've been getting from the market as well. So I just wanted to address that as well. Right? Um, you mentioned you can only get in again in the fall. So let's let's talk about a bit current affairs and how that effect is affecting you. Because quite interesting enough, like you put out that high grade result, and what usually happens in a good market, your phone rings mm-hmm. off the hook. Right? Um,
1: Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, no, just like you said, you got $2 million, but at this time, um, and since you are in Canada, I'm sure there's a lot of flow through funds calling you right now to, to throw money at you
1: yeah we've uh, we had a very busy day yesterday and when you announce some high-grade intercepts um, you very quickly your phone rings and, and it rings with current shareholders it rings with you know people that want to be shareholders it rings with institutions it rings with corporates and uh, you know everybody all of a sudden is your friend whereas you know two weeks ago it, you know you were the one doing all the calling so um, that's the nature of the business we're in so yesterday was a great day for GFG um, you know we, we wanted to put this to market we had very very positive feedback with us. Um, ultimately, we have two million dollars in the bank, and and um, you know that's that's enough to go do some drilling, but it's not enough to be really aggressive here. So at some point, we'll find the right opportunity to uh, to put some more money in the bank, and and that may be shortly, and maybe months from now. Um, so we've got to find the right structure. We've got to have time to communicate to our relevant shareholders and and potential other. Um, uh, new shareholders that would have interest in participating in in, uh, in a discovery like this. Now, the timing to get back in here is, is uh, is an, as we put in the release, Q3. And, and we do that for a few reasons. It's because this area is wet and it is under extensive cover. So when we drilled hole uh, 18-017, uh, we drilled it in September, and we drilled it because this area has to dry out. It's not a spring drill target. Um, so what we do is we're going to shut down the drill program in the coming days. Uh, we couldn't actually drill in this target even right now. And uh, we're going to get back here in Q3. So we need time to digest these, get the remainder of our assays out, and and plan the upcoming program and come back here in Q3. And uh, we're going to come back here and be very aggressive. And I think uh, discoveries and high grades like this will uh, – We'll, uh, we'll have capital find its way into the structure here and, and uh, you know, I think we're having some good dialogue on that front uh, these days and, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah,
0: that's that's fantastic to hear. And my, my point as well, like Corona couldn't have come at a better time, to be honest. Uh, I should be saying that, but it actually allows you to do your homework now and go back to the drawing board and re-analyze re, like, those results to come up with a, an even better plan now. Yeah, and
1: it is. Yeah, and Ontario as a uh, jurisdiction is, is left mining and exploration still operational and de- deemed it essential. Um, we have strict protocol and price at site in terms of, you know, isolation and, and limited personal contact and restricted rotations and things like this that uh, that by all means um, limit the risk to us. And, and the bottom line is we have two drillers on a rig in the middle of a swamp and we have a geologist standing by themselves in the corsack. So there's very limited risk from our side um, in continuing to, uh, to operate here. Uh, that being said we'll follow the mandate of the Ontario government and, and should they ask us to to limit these activities we of course would and uh, we'd be looked forward to getting back out here in uh, in q3 when I think this thing will will blow over and and you know for all of our sakes hopefully we get some clarity on on how this is going to unfold and and the markets in general
0: so I'm actually really happy to hear that corona or covid 19 or whatever the official name is hasn't uh, impacted your operation so that, that's that's good to hear your day-to-day hasn't yeah been- and it's
1: always our day day hasn't been changed. I mean, some, some more safety protocol in place. And, and uh, given our, our limited personnel here, I think it's it's very manageable.
0: You're working from home right now? I haven't even asked that before we started recording.
1: You know, it's, uh, it's a mixed bag here. Our office is in Saskatoon. And uh, ironically, it's a very small office. And, and uh, I'm largely the only one in the office and the only one in the building. So... Um, I'm working from my office, but the majority of our team is working from home these days. And uh, like everybody, you're finding the most appropriate place you can uh, isolate in and, and continue to be productive. And I've got some young children at home. So, as much as I love my young children, it, uh, it's difficult to keep pace going uh, if I wanted to work from home. No,
0: oh, that's true. Especially doing video interviews and stuff like that live on Twitter. It's, I, I can see that. So, fortunately, I have a very understanding family, so it works out quite well. But uh, like being, being sort sure. of isolated here for three weeks, Tensions do 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 arise right? So, um, so we're AskGFG is our our hashtag. So please please feel free um to, to ask any questions on Twitter. We had a couple comments, but uh, no real questions come in yet because I think you've done a great job explaining the drill results from yesterday. And um, I'm just checking here on Twitter, so I'm not missing anything. Um, I'm just sharing the screen so because you can see the live feed from Twitter here on the screen as well, um, coming in. So we've been discussing the nugget effect and smearing. Um, like not like we we had addressed the issue um we talked about news news uh new pulling out of wyoming and i think uh did it, did it, did it? I'm just looking at the screen here again just making sure we're not missing any questions or anything because we've been and this is actually the perfect format like we've been talking already now for 12 uh yeah close to 15 16 minutes now uh it may be even a longer and that's the perfect format for the news driven um sf live so I think we've addressed these things. A um, couple of questions came in beforehand that we had discussed and like needed addressing. Um, I think that's perfect. Just uh, making sure. No, Brian, um, to wrap this up real quick, you mentioned news flow coming out. Uh, you got drill results in the lab or finishing uh, drilling right now. Uh, why don't you give us just a brief wrap up here uh, about next three months, what to expect?
1: Sure. I I mean, uh, we're still wrapping up the the final hole of this program. And and as I said, we have some further assays pending uh, on six different holes from two different targets. And uh, both those targets have had very relevant uh, intercepts historically published on them, HGM and Slate Rock. So expect us to have some, uh, some continuous momentum uh, and continuous news flow here in the coming months um, related to those. Um, our assay turnaround time is being affected by COVID and, and uh, we'll do our best to get it out as, as the time arrives here. So uh, what I'd like to see is to get that uh, coherently put to market and uh, and start prepping for the next drill program here. And if we happen to find the right uh, right path for Newcrest, we'll be working or for the Alice Hills asset, we'll be working uh, working and behind the scenes to find the right uh, strategic path for that asset. So a lot of balls in the air, and uh, I think you can expect TFG to be pretty active um, in the remainder of 2020, following up on uh, what is a very relevant discovery. Well,
0: actually, good good point. Sorry, it's like before we end here, Newcrest is actually an interesting point. Do you think? Them pulling out is also a reason that they're focusing maybe on other areas. I hear they might be buying Lundin Gold out of uh, Ecuador, and uh, they're active in with other assets right now.
1: They're uh, you know very active, credible group wanting to grow their Americas presence, and um, you know their their, their acquisition of Redcrest, the the joint uh, participation through Lundin uh, they're active in Nevada, they're active in Chile, they're active in Ecuador. So, um, look, very active group. Um, you know, you can see them with great, great gold in, in Australia, where that's the real, their the roots of their assets are. So, you know, I just think, um, you know, they're, uh, they're very focused on large scale, um, tier one discoveries. Um, they're a great team and I'm sure they'll have continued success, um, in advancing some of those initiatives and making discoveries globally. But, uh, you know, we keep a very positive relationship with those guys, and I've got nothing but positive things to say about Newcrest.
0: Scale from one to ten. How positive are you that you're going to attract another major to this project?
1: Um, you know, in terms of rattlesnake Hills, right? Yeah. yeah. On- you know, I, you know, I think I'd, I think I'd give it a seven or eight. Um, you know, I think we've had some good interest. I think it's a it's a it's a gold environment where brown where where relevant and fertile districts are valuable, and that's what we control. So I, uh, I'm pretty confident that we can find the right home for it and uh, continue to unlock some value there and, and, you know, show value build for our shareholders as well. So I, I'm pretty confident we can find the right home for it.
0: Cool. Um, actually, while I have you on the, on, on the line, we just got a question in through Twitter. Might as well ask it. And that is, uh, do you have any other high grade targets? And high grade, I'm, I'm guessing high grade is plus 10%, uh, 10 grams um, that you're chasing right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's an interesting one. I mean the uh, the best example is the HGM target. So we we like this area. You know we had uh, you know an ounce over half a meter, and uh, what that compensated to in a broader interval was about seven and a half grams over two and a half meters. In there, uh, was followed up further down the hole by about 26 grams over a meter in this interval, and uh, so that had stacked high grade vein systems, and we're drilling. Screen share so we
0: can all see it. Okay, now it's on. So.
1: Okay, so um, you know, so I think the HGM is a valid area where we have high grade targets. Um, I'm very actually, uh, you know, excited about some of our other regional targets that we have, would have. Uh, we don't uh, talk too much because it's an early stage target, but the GN East area is very intriguing to me. The Crawford target, um, which sits along strike about a kilometer from HGM, has had some uh, very relevant discoveries: uh, 21 grounds over 1.7 meters. Um, you know, up even in Trombley, in this environment, uh, we had some interesting mineralization. In the first hole we drilled in the target, it hit 7.5 seven grams over about a meter and a half. So, um, there's relevant other high-grade targets across this belt. And, uh, you know, I am not of the opinion that Nib is the only one at all in uh, in this belt. It's 60 kilometers long, and we sit right next to a highly productive belt like Timmins.
0: Fantastic. No, thanks for answering that. I figured I'd just ask you while I got you on the phone. Um I think that's it from our end. Live episode, I think this was episode eight. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Brian is always available for questions. We'd be happy to be forwarding them to our subscribers or to to, to the company as well. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us here on Twitter, uh, at Soar Financial. And uh, Brian, thanks for your time today.
1: Thanks very much, Kai. And and if anybody has questions, feel free to reach out to our office uh, or always by email or our website, tftresources.com. Thank you very much, Kai.
0: Another question. That's the perfect thing because we're live. It just came in through at Capital, uh, they're actually an investment group out of Munich. And uh, they're asking uh, Maiden Resource uh, in 2021. And uh, how will additional exploration budget be graced? Like, what's your plan there?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, this is, this is too preliminary to talk about resource timing. I mean, the, the steps for me are always discovery, continuity, step out drilling and uh, then infill drilling. So we've got a lot of drilling before we're prepared to talk towards resource or anything like that. Um, You know, we're excited about discoveries and and we we actually have to just get in there and start showing about how, what the sizes are and orientations and understanding the the system more. So I think what you're going to see in 2020 from GFG is, is, uh, you know, a a relevant magnitude program, plus or minus 10,000 meters going into this belt and um, a focus on Nib and HGM and DN East target areas, plus and minus slate rock. And uh, we think that that'll continue to be our main focuses uh, going into 2021. So a little premature, I would say to talk resource, but uh, look, the system looks great, and we've got to keep uh, keep stepping out and, and keep growing it, and, and understanding the orientations and continuity to it.
0: Fantastic. One last, one very last question just came in on Twitter as well. So people are just warming up to the format. I'm loving it. Um, have they found, or have you found any more slate rock type targets?
1: Yeah, slate rock's an interesting target because it's intrusion hosted. Um, it is broad, um, uh, relatively low grade in terms of what we found so far. And by intrusion hosted, and, and if you're uh, if Kai is screen sharing right now, um, you know, this is all a, a large-scale alteration zone. And it all those gold, you know, 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, over, you know, 25, 50, 75 meters. So it is a large intrusion hosted system that has a lot of scale, and that's why we put three holes into it. Uh, we haven't found anything else on the property that is of the same style or, or kind of scale of slate rock. Uh, being that it's kind of a kilometer-scale alteration zone tied to this diuretic intrusive, um, and the, the style of it is, is and the alteration is albite carbonate silica. So um, for us, uh, Slate Rock's kind of a unique system so far, but it's still really early stages on it, and uh, ultimately we're, we're stepping out 500 meters on some of our initial drilling, like huge step-outs to try to just understand the scale of the system. So that's where the focus is right now. We're excited about Slate Rock. I think it's a very valid target, and it's right up there with one of our best targets across the belt.
0: Fantastic! That was really the last question, Perfect. We're not gonna uh, keep you much longer. Really appreciate that. Make sure you get back on the phones, raise that money, or take take that money, take that money, <laughs> and uh, appreciate it. Thanks. Always good catching up with you, and uh, stay safe. Wash your hands.
1: Thanks very much, Guy. Likewise. You.